Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your neck. We got five minutes for us to disconnect from all intellect and let the rhythm affect. Follow your intuition, free your inner soul and break away from tradition. Cause when we be out, girl is full of heat out. You wouldn't believe how we wow. We burn it till it's burned out, turn it till it's turned out. Act up from northwest east side. Everybody here, everybody here. Let's get into it here. Get stoked, get it started, get it started. Get it started. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you this afternoon from Dallas, Texas, where later this afternoon uh, we will have the NHL entry draft. 6.30 Chad's draft coverage starting at 4 p.m. today. It's powered by Fast Track Indoor Karting. It's adrenaline pumping. It's safe. It's fun. Fast Track Indoor Karting. Edmonton.ca. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Ulrich with you. Jam-packed edition of Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, and that is Digitex. 630 Chet uses Digitex for their copiers, their printers, their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at big savings. Digitexsupplies.ca. Coming up on uh, today's edition of Oilers Now, uh, we'll get to some comments uh, yesterday from Peter Shirelli. Continue to follow um, sort of the ongoing storylines heading into the draft, uh, one of which is the potential for trade. Elliot Friedman, for our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino, Elliot Friedman will be joining us at 12.35 from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Uh, prospects writer for The Athletic is Corey Pronman, and he has put out uh, his uh, mock draft. Edmonton, of course, drafting 10th. We'll hear from Corey Pronman at 105 today. Yesterday, Peter Shirelli briefly talking about Milan Lucic, being asked about him. Lucic's agent is Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation. He will make an appearance on today's edition of Oilers Now at 120. Uh, my play-by-play partner in the Oilers Radio Network, Jack Michaels at 135. Dave Campbell, radio analyst for the Edmonton Eskimos, who uh, kick off their home schedule tonight against the Hamilton Ticats. The Eskimos off to a 1-0 start on the season. Here's how you get hold of us. Our River Cree Resort Casino Hotline is 780 It's brought to you by the River Cree Resort Casino. They've got Blood, Sweat, and Tears featuring Bow Bice on June 29th. Also, Nazareth on August 10th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can email us at OilersNow630Ched.com. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. I'm available at Bob underscore Stoffer on Twitter. 
Brendan Ulrich, who's a big part of the show, at Brendan Ulrich, and the show account, which is now north of 36,000 followers, uh, at Oilers Now. Brendan, is this the proverbial calm before the storm? Yeah, I was just uh, thinking that, Bob. Lots of uh, talk, but not a lot of action. But uh, maybe they're saying all, saving all the fireworks for the actual draft because I love seeing the action unfold live. So it's better when it's you know on TV or when you guys are talking about it live on the radio after 4 o'clock. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any question. We'll have to wait and see um, what transpires. And, of course, we're going to be monitoring things throughout even the course of the next two hours on the show. We're going to take a couple clips from Peter Shirelli's uh, interview that I did with him yesterday. The Edmonton Oilers go into the draft, uh, drafting at 10. And uh, according to Shirelli, there are different variables depending upon what happens ahead of the Oilers in the draft. Yeah, we've run a lot of uh, mock drafts between 1 and 11 um, and looked at a lot of scenarios uh, because we think that after a, a group of initial group of players, the next group, which a group that we're in, there's not a lot to distinguish as far as kind of the players of the best ability. So, you know, you, you look at, well, then you just wait to see who drops because usually there's a, an outlier that comes in or do you have to, do you move up to, to, to try and move up a spot or two to try and get a guy maybe that you want a little bit more for a need basis, positional basis. Um, but you're right, you're, you're, you're going to rely a lot on the, the people above you. Um, and I think it's important to maintain a dialogue, which I have with the GMs. But they're, you know, they see what we see, at least that's what they're telling us. And, and I think if I were a betting man, you know, there may be, there may be one little bit of movement in the top 10, but I, I think. I think people will just kind of play it out. That is Peter Shirelli, the Oilers general manager, who added some additional comments on the debate over positional need versus best player available. And, uh, you know, defense centers, increasing value as time has gone on in the NHL draft. And maybe wingers have dropped a bit. I guess their correlation would be, you know, the National Football League, left tackles, um, defensive linemen, quarterbacks tend to go, go higher. Uh, and then you see running backs rarely now in these days in the top 15 uh, in the NFL draft. And certainly you don't see a lot of centers ever go in the top 20. You take cornerbacks as an example over safeties. Here's Peter Shirelli on the positional need in hockey versus the best player available. Yeah, they might. I mean, it's always been centers and D have always been kind of the, uh, you know, you, you, you place those uh, over wingers as, as far as significance. Um, there is a bit of a lack of centers. Um, um, so does, do, do those guys move higher than maybe where we have them or other teams have them? Probably. They probably, it's an upward pull. Um, and those two guys are good players, you know, and they're, they're both good two-way players, and uh, they're both uh, very smart players. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about uh, uh, us getting a right-handed D, whether it's by trade or drafting. And, and, uh, but at, at the end of the day, I mean, you have to draft the best player available, and, um, and uh, those are the types of players that are in our mix, those two players. Of what's going to take place here. Again, uh, really over the course of the next 
eight hours or so. One of the debates about the position that the Edmonton Oilers are in is do you overreact to a bad season? And make no mistake, there's no excuses here. The Edmonton Oilers were the biggest underperforming team in the National Hockey League last year in the eyes of most of the pundits. Most of the pundits picked the Oilers to win the Pacific Division, uh, compete for a conference title. Do you overreact to that bad type of year? Edmonton's made some coaches, uh, coaching changes. Obviously, Jay Woodcroft, Todd McClellan's key assistant uh, down now in Bakersfield. Uh, Jim Johnson fired. Ian Herbers did not have his uh, contract extended. and uh, immediately went back to the University of Alberta. In comes Trent Yanni, a seasoned defense coach that's done some excellent work on penalty killing over the years. Uh, you have uh, Glenn Gullitson, who has actually got a better record all time as a head coach than Bill Peters in Calgary. And then the Oilers also adding uh, Manny uh, Viveros out of the Swift Current Broncos organization. So they made a change there. They've added a goaltender. Uh, we don't know a lot about him right now, Miko Koskinen, but he is clearly uh, going to be the Edmonton Oilers' backup this year because he's going to be paid $2.5 million. So do you shake it up in a bunch of other areas? That is the question, or could less be more? Shirelli with these thoughts on that very topic. That's a really good question. Someone else asked me that earlier. Um, Rare when I'd ask a good question. <laughs> you know, you've no, but but you know, like if, if you if you like, it, it's easy. It's easy, and it's not necessarily wrong to want change when things are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's an instinctive feeling, um, whether you're in the business or not. But. Um, you got to be careful that you don't meddle too much. You got to know when someone's performing below uh, where they're expected to be, or that's where they should be. Right? And that's our job to figure that out. And I, I, I felt I felt that there were a lot of subpar performances last year. Um, so you know, like it, like I, I, I try not to overreact. I understand that our fans are very disappointed in the year and clamor for changes and and and, and whatnot, but. You just have to be careful you don't meddle too much, and uh, and you just have to do the right thing for the organization. That is Edmonton Oilers general manager, Peter Shirelli. And I think in the eyes of the most fans, they're not very happy if there aren't a lot of moves made. One thing to consider, uh, the Oilers uh, can go... 10% over the cap in the off season. Now, that being said, uh, you're going to hear some rumors being bandied about. Uh, it wasn't a rumor. It was a theoretical when I put a tweet out on Colton Pareko. My feeling might be that uh, the St. Louis Blues were maybe hoping for a little bit more offensive punch from Pareko. He's buried in their lineup. He's a five-year million cap hit, and I think that he would blossom in another organization where he'd be the first unit power play guy instead of playing behind Alex Petrangelo, and then there also wouldn't be an automatic expectation that every pass would have to be funneled through Vladimir Tarasenko. So I do think that a guy like Pareko would be a great fit in Edmonton, and this might be the time to get him. That said, uh, the Oilers have some financial challenges. By my count, the Edmonton Oilers, if you assume that the team will qualify Ryan Strom at $3 million to sign a $3.4 million cap hit for Yesapol Yarby, which is the full rookie bonus, unlikely to hit, but nonetheless a pragmatic approach. Uh, and then if you give Darnell Nurse a two-year bridge contract at $3 million, 
with Talbot and Koskinen up as the goaltenders, and then factoring in the buyouts for Pouliot and Greiva. Eleven forwards for Edmonton, six defensemen, two goaltenders. Uh, that's a total of 17 players here. And then with the buyouts, a cap hit at $76.3 million, which basically would leave the team $3.2 million cushion for a number 12 forward, two extra forwards, and a number 7 defenseman. Keep that in mind, which is why I tweeted about two weeks ago if the orders were to do something money in, money out. And now a wild card, theoretically, could be Milan Lucic. Though I would suggest that the higher likelihood and probability is that Lucic would be starting the season with the Edmonton Oilers. Yesterday, Peter Shirelli was asked whether or not Lucic had indeed asked for a trade. And on some thoughts on the possibility of him rebounding back in the upcoming season. Uh, I'm not going to comment on that, Patty. My confidence level is that it is pretty high. I think Milan's a high-character individual. Uh, he has to have a good summer. You know, really, conditioning for him is not really an issue. He has to be in the right frame of mind. Um, he's a proud guy, and you know, we expect to have him back at a better level than he was last year. There you go. That is Peter Shirelli, the Oilers' general manager. Uh, Milan Lucic, and again, Jerry Johansson will provide us with a perspective on Lucic as well. It is 12-17 in Edmonton. When we come back, Brendan Ulrich and myself will debate how we think the top ten is going to come down. And I might have a surprise for you on that front. And we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer from Dallas. It's draft day. Let's get after it on Oilers now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1220 in Edmonton. You can text us on our Westlock Ford text line. The Fizzler. Haven't heard from him for a while. Shirelli ran multiple mock drafts, and the craziest thing happened. The Oilers made a bad pick and squandered assets in every one. That one comes to us from the Fizzler. Fizzler, thank you for your positive energy on this Friday. Trevor texts the show on our Westlock Ford text line, and he says, Bob, if Evan Bouchard drops to number 10, should the Edmonton Oilers take him? From Trevor. Uh, yes, they should take him if he drops to number 10. They should be running up there as fast as they could to uh, get him. Mark and Regina has texted the show at 630-630. Here we go. He says, uh, where did his text go? Bob, seen reports Cam Talbot is in play. If so, uh, would we be uh, bringing someone else in to play with Koskinen or just allow Montoya to be the backup for Mark and Regina? Uh, Mark, I would be, I guess, never say never, but 99.9% sure that Cam Talbot and Miko Koskinen are going to be the Oilers' goaltenders next year. I, I know where that uh, rumor is coming from. It's coming from some guys from a thing called the fourth period, I believe, or, yeah, I think that's it. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't think so on Cam Talbot. That does that, that does not make a lot of sense to me. Again, you can text us. It's I guess never say never, right? I mean, I, I think clearly Peter Shirelli has discussed that he would be. Uh, you know, we know Peter Shirelli's entertaining thoughts to address a different complexion and makeup to his defense by moving the number ten pick. I, I would be very surprised to see Edmonton trading uh, a goaltender. Uh, named uh, named Cam Talbot. This text comes in from Trevor. Trevor says, Bob, would Darnell Nurse, Tyler Benson, and a third-round pick in 2019 for Colton Pareko make it happen? And then uh, the Oilers could draft Ty Smith to the left side. Uh, I think Nurse would be the starting point for the ask for St. Louis. The uh, One thing I think the Blues might be a bit concerned about with Pareko, and I really like Colton. It's not a concern for me. Uh, but I think at times they'd like to see a little bit more jam in his game again. Part of it's just where he's slotted. Now, St. Louis does not currently have an abundance of right-side defensemen. Uh, but basically when Pareko plays with Joel Edmondson, Edmondson's the cleaner. He's the guy that goes in there and knocks guys around. Pareko's the skill guy, but when I watched Pareko during the World Hockey Championship, he totally outplayed Aaron Ekblad in that tournament for me. But I'm I'm biased. I really like Colton Watt. I like him on a personal level, and I think that he's a very astute uh, guy who would fit this market well. He's devoid of ego. How do I say this? He's one of us. That's it. He's one of us. He gets it. So sometimes guys come in, they talk a good game about their ability to fit in, and, and deal with playing in Canada, and I think Pareko would be the type of guy that absolutely would be capable of doing it. So, uh, for for what it's uh, worth, uh, Travis says, Bob, the Oilers need Pareko, Clefbaum, Poliarvi, and a second round pick if they need, uh, and thrown a prospect. However, uh, Shirelli needs to work it if he needs to get to Colt Pareko. So, there you go. Uh, it's interesting, Bob, with Pareko. I think the Oilers do have the assets to make a trade here if uh, both sides can come to an agreement. But the question is, do both sides want to trade all those assets? It's, you know, it's, it's a tough, like tricky Nurse, situation. Like, you know, like people are, you know, I, I, assign, I, I would not sign Darnell Nurse to a six- or seven-year deal at this time. Um, I'd sign him to a bridge, and my rationale on the bridge is, Regardless of the potential impact of Trent Yanni, I just don't think Darnell's ever going to be a guy that puts up easy points. And easy points drives the valuation of players up. So, and I, and I like what Darnell uh, brings. Uh, I will say this. He's emotionally tough, meaning that when he plays with emotion, he plays a tough game. When he doesn't have a lot of emotion going, uh, you know, he's just... Yeah, anyways, when he's playing with some fire, he can be a lot to deal with. And I do think that he's an important part of the future. But I also think that the Edmonton Oilers, um, the Oilers need a, a different dimension in terms of the makeup of their uh, hockey team. And that's why a guy like Pareko would be intriguing. I know the TSN guys, Frank Cervelli and Ryan Rishog, not sure if they publicly mention it. I think they have. Uh, but somebody had suggested to me, what about the name Brandon Montour? I, I would say that would be a – he's he's up for a contract as well in Anaheim, so that might be part of the equation. Uh, we did say we would get to our top ten, right, Brendan? Yeah, let's do it. All right, who do you got in yours? Well, obviously, Darlene, Shpechnikov. Are we doing like a 
Our mock draft or what? No, just just, just give our me your... top ten. Yep. Well, I guess there's seven or eight guys that are likely all the same. I would have Boquist in my top ten. I think. I don't know if he'll be drafted in the top ten, but uh, I really like his upside, so he'd be in my top ten. Um, obviously, Wallstrom, Hughes, Bouchard, Kachuk, Zadina, Dobson, Kakaniemi, Sveshnikov, and Dolan would be all in my top ten. Okay, I believe Barrett Hayton uh, may uh, end up going higher than number 10 in the draft. Wow, okay. And that's, uh, part of it might be positional need, part of it might be intelligence. Uh, I think there's a couple teams that think that he's a guy that has, you know, some people think he's just going to be a third-line center. We heard the same thing about Bo, Bo Horvat in his draft year, uh, and you know, but he was on a deep London team. So, you know, for me, I thought for sure the nine guys that would be going ahead of Edmonton were going to be the following. Uh, Darling Zadita, and then I had uh, Kotkaniemi third, Dobson fourth, Kachuk fifth, Hughes sixth, uh, seventh was uh, Bouchard, and then I had Wallstrom eighth, and Zadina all the way down at nine. I, I, I think there's a strong possibility now we see Barrett Hayton in the top nine, so we'll look to see if that does come to fruition. And uh, if all those other nine guys are gone and Hayton's available at 10, I think the others have to strongly consider taking him, as well as Boquist, as well as Smith. And I don't think they can afford the risk on a guy by the name of... Uh, at this stage by Telecrasov. It is uh, 1227 in Edmonton. we got a minute to get to it, so let's get to it. It's NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing.